Yeah, God bless you. All right, I will share quickly because I'm going to have to go out soon. We're going out for my son's birthday and my older son, Carl. How old is he going to be, Kim? He's going to be 37, I think. And so he's coming up from Wales and we're going to go out for an evening meal. Well, an early evening meal with him and his partner. Um, so I'll, I'll share now and I'll probably have to go. But God bless you all. And it's such a great time to be alive and God is really working and um everything's going really wonderfully here everyone's blessed and things are increasing and growing as we just keep looking to God really just every day with God and putting our desires to him and being focused on the things that he wants us to do fellowshipping with our heavenly father is just really wonderful and it's through the fellowship with God that his desires come to our hearts of what he would have us to do you know and I I, I kind of recognize sometimes I try and tell God what I'm doing with him <laughs> not realizing that he's the one that's directing my steps and that I'm to be led by him and so that's been on my heart for the last few weeks just really going to God asking him for his you know clear direction on specific things that are in my life and also asking for his desire you know what he specifically wants me to do and he really does direct us and he's always encouraging us and we here we focus on really practicing the things that basically what Sangate has been encouraging me um, and I've been practicing this is what I encourage to the people here in Bristol and parts of the USA and diff you know different people that connect to me in Europe and uh, so we just encourage people to really walk with God, to be led by him, that they're free and that just to speak the sound heavenly words as God is working in them both to will and to do of his good pleasure, that God really does give us the right words to say to minister grace to the people and that we don't have to go looking for laborers or we don't have to do witnessing programs or anything like that. But God opens the door perfectly for us and he's always arranging the works that he's got before ordained for us to do because he's got the before ordained works for us and um and as we walk with god as we do the things individually that he's putting in our heart in that wonderful freedom that we got um in this wonderful liberty where christ has made us free that you know he really does give us before ordained works every day every day god will give you something to do if you so desire him and I thank God when I wake up, Father, I thank you for this great day. And I thank you that, you know, there's a purpose for my life. And my purpose is to be a blessing and to have that relationship with you and to do the things that you want me to do. And we've been encouraging people here just about having that clear focus with God, whether there's, you know, things going on around us, whether life is busy, whether there's many distractions. We just bring our thoughts back to what the Father is showing us. And we don't have to pay attention to the negative emotions. And we bring every thought captive to the beings of Christ, you know, because the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, those strongholds of old thoughts, negative thinking or tradition, traditional thinking. When we go to God for the direction, then he really clears the things out for us and so we can be at peace and we can relax every day we don't have to be concerned about how we're going to live even if things have maybe gone quiet on your finances 
or in your relationships or in the movement of what's happening around you, you know, we just stay with God, then he really opens up the doors in every area and he really does supply all of our need. And, you know, and so we really strongly encourage people, look, you know, what they teach in India is what I'm encouraging. I encourage that to my leaders that, you know, we're really to speak in tongues much. That's our power source. That's our base. That's our worship of God. And that keeps us strong. It builds up that inner man in us. And it gives thanks about all the wonderful things that it says in the scriptures to do. And it keeps us energized and listening for that voice of God. You know, the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So if we focus there with the speaking in tongues. You know, we don't have to worry about whether we're going to get word of knowledge, word of wisdom, because that will come if God wants us to receive that. It will be there. And in and God is talking to us. He is working in us. He is energizing us. And so we just position ourselves in our hearts and minds because we're all pos- already positioned at the right hand side of God. Right. We got that direct access with the father and we know as he is. So are we in this world. So we encourage speaking in tongues much, really being encouraging this a lot and also it's so great because we have a bristol leaders meeting every other monday and so the leaders there danny and amber they coordinate that and that they were really encouraging this which is so great and seeing the benefits and also to speak by the spirit let god give you the words and just open your mouth if you decide if you decide to open your mouth god will give you those words to speak and there will be words of edification, encouragement, comfort, and direction will be in that from those words. Desire comes to your heart to really want to move forward with God in this great life that he's given us that we desire strongly uh, for men and women to come from darkness to light. And so that is our focus that, you know, God, we really want the laborers and we know the work is not on us to provide that. Like you do the work It's by your wonderful grace that father, that you will provide those laborers, that you'll open up the doors. It's a great need for you as well as a great need for us to have that hungry heart that is willing to receive the words that we speak not as the words of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which is effective in those that receive it that way. So, you know, speaking by the spirit is very, very beneficial. Uh, God didn't make anything complicated for us. He made it so easy so that we can enjoy our life and that the pressure is not on us to get laborers. The pressure is not on us on anything, but to just depend upon the heavenly father, knowing that he is faithful And when we are walking in faith and when we're trusting him, he really does come through in every situation. And then we also encourage very strongly, as well as the speaking in tongues and speaking by the spirit, be honoring God, honoring God with the with your substance and the first fruits of all your increase. Honor God. And it's not about just doing these things because they're encouraged. It's the heart behind how you're doing it. Like, do you are you doing these things because, number one, you're just encouraged to do it? Or are you doing it because you've been encouraged and your heart sees the benefits of it and that you really want to do this unto God? So uh, honoring God is a very, very important thing. It's the foundation, really, in the sense of our own prosperity and blessing and the outreach of the word and for all grace to abound towards us. And so when we practice these things, 
then we really do see the benefit. And, you know, and since I come back from India, I've really seen the great benefits of honouring God and that God is so faithful. You know, he is so faithful. How he provides for me is just amazing. And it's not always through the same avenues because, you know, a job where your finances come, that's an avenue that God can bless you by. But he has billions of avenues to get the supply that you need and he doesn't just meet the basic needs he meets all of our needs but he'll also bless us to be a blessing so that we can really finance the movement of his word if we need to go somewhere that the the resources for that is there if we need to help someone the resources are there and then God can work in us to maybe bless someone that has a need and they're practicing and uh, God might just direct your heart to do that. And so honoring God and to give where you're being really encouraged and fed, if you do that with all of your heart, you're free to give wherever you want. But really, the truth is, is that we give where we're being encouraged. And like I do, I give, I honor God where I'm being really encouraged and benefited and then outside of that, if I'm inspired, after I've done my initial giving, if I want to bless someone, if God says, I want you to give this over here, or I want you to do that, then I do it that way. And it really reaps lots of great benefits. And that I see that I don't even have to think about or worry about finances anymore. Even if there's a little bit in my bank, I don't worry about it because God is so faithful and that he really is our sufficiency in all things that he supplies all our needs. And that's not just in the finances, but in every category. And being sons and daughters of God, even if someone isn't honouring God, God will take care of that need, their basic need to live. But for them to flourish and grow, that's why God wants us to do it. God, you know, wants us to do it with heart. So we encourage these things here. And then we also encourage people to connect you know as god is inspiring you stay regularly connected as god inspires you because that will help you and it also helps the one you're connecting with as well to be encouraged and so then there 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 comes a momentum a moving forward and then a direction becomes even clearer for your life and for not only for your life but for the people that you're god's put you with and you're moving with so we've seen great strength here in bristol and we are having impacts outside of Bristol, outside of England. And God has opened up those doors. So the fields are really white unto harvest. And the labourers are there. There's millions of labourers. But in comparison to the world's population, the labourers are few, right? So, but God knows where the labourers are. God knows where the ready fields are. And if we focus our full attention on God, and like I said, we have that wonderful fellowship with God, then the desires of what God wants us to do really comes because we, we, you know, we've given, we're not being distracted by the world, by the things in this world, by our own things in our life and living. And uh, when we just lay it all to God and lay your life on the line 100% in every area, then he really takes care of everything. And I've personally seen this. I'm testifying of it now that my God is my source of supply my God is my healer, my deliverer, my, uh, he gives me everything that I need to do. He never lets me down. He always keeps me way above 
the force of this world on the financial level, on the spiritual level, on the emotional level. You know, because God wants us to prosper and be in health. And that prosperity starts in the heart. It starts from the sound doctrine, the heavenly words being received and put into the heart to really move forward with him. And when we make that sold out commitment that, Father, you are going to be first in every area and I'm going to arrange my life around you, not trying to arrange you around my life. So when God is the full focus and he leads us to that, to that position in our hearts and minds, showing us that really there's nothing in this world that can attract me away from God. Nothing, not, not money, not palaces, not fame, not fortune. None of that can attract me away with my heavenly father. So when we prosper in our heart, then that starts to manifest outside in our life. So it starts within the heart. God is looking at your heart and he wants you to do the things not out of fear, not because someone's told you, not because you think you might not get blessed, but knowing that God is the God of light, the you know, the father of glory. He is sees in order to provide. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be ready to go. So God gets us to the position of being ready to speak forth his word. And a ready to go person is someone that will receive your words gladly. They may know not, they may not know a lot. The first introduction of God to them could be you. And so when you're really sold out to God, as I call it, um, then that shines through and people start taking interest because your light's shining. And Jesus Christ was that light in the world. He was totally different to the world's ways, the way, way he spoke, the way he fought, the way he done things. And he was definitely not afraid to speak up the things that was going to benefit the people around him to bring deliverance. He certainly wasn't afraid to correct the Pharisees and other people that he was energized by God to do because he always done the father's business. So, you know, God is just such a great, amazing God. And I want to share a testimony. So my daughter, Nora Amber, who is a wonderful leader and through her, many people are coming now and they've got, you know, they've got their own fellowship. They've got a children's fellowship growing and they've got someone else starting a fellowship. Many things have happened since they really focused and really come away from the world and started walking with God from the words that were given to them from God through my own mouth when I come back from India, they're just taken off like jet planes and other people here as well. But with Amber, her nan, um, she's, she's had a couple of falls and she had to go to the hospital and she was in the hospital and, uh, and she kind of de- de- has been declining to the point now they've taken her off all medication apart from painkillers, morphine, and but she's still alive right now you know this has been going on for over a week and this has had a great effect on amber in the sense that you know she really loves her nan but she said lara she said i wouldn't nothing will move me away from god whatever happens and she said i know god's you know at work and anyway so she went in uh i think it was um thursday she went in to see her nan and her auntie was there and as she walked into the room, her auntie had all these crystals. 
and she had the crystals on the bed on her nan's head and her arms and she was practicing something and Amber was fuming but she didn't say nothing she come out of the room again she went into the toilet in the hospital toilet there and she just said God what do I do you know instead of react because Amber's a very bold young lady so you know she'd be the type of person to take all those crystals off but she just walked back out of the room and she said God what do you want me to do in this situation and she was upset about it, obviously, and obviously with the pressure of her nan being where she is and the bed was all there, all the, you know, that pressure of everything. And so she was just praying to God in the toilet. And all of a sudden, outside of her cubicle door, there was no one in the toilet. She heard an audible voice and it was God and she says, don't do nothing. And she said, after that audible voice, she said her legs went to jelly and she had to sit down. And then she just cried, joy, joy of relief. And then all this burden of that, the whole situation, um, especially walking into the room with all these crystals, just lifted off her. And she said she washed her face because obviously she was crying. She first of all, she was crying because she was angry uh, at what was going on. And then she heard that voice. Then it was tears of joy. And she went and washed her face. And she got herself together. And then she went back into the room and she just sat in that room for an hour. Her sister was there, her auntie was there, her auntie left all these crystals and left. Amber didn't remove them because God told her to do nothing. And um, and she, she left very peace, peaceable because she knew God said that she was to do nothing. And she knew God had this in, in, her, in her hand and her auntie re- wanted her to keep these crystals there anyway. But Amber left. And then she was inspired to go back that same early evening. And she said when she went in, all these crystals were gone. And uh, and her nan's still alive. She hasn't passed away or fell asleep. She's been praying. We've all been praying for her. But the great thing is, is that the discipline is God wants us to listen to him. And when we go to him, even in situations like that where we could quickly react, if we just be still and know that he is God, then he will speak, whether it's audible, whether it's a still small voice in your heart and your mind. God is really working with us in lifetime. And um, and so God, I've seen God really take care of the people uh, that have reconnected with me as well. Like one young girl's reconnected with me and she was a girl that would kind of anything go wrong. She kind of go away and you would see her again. And then she'd come back and she was in and out like a yo-yo. And, uh, but this person had a lot of challenges before Christmas and, uh, no lack of things. And then we just encourage her, you just go to God, you know, and people are just staying with God. They're not running away. They're not getting discouraged and not coming to the fellowship or connecting, but she stayed practicing and God really came through for her in, in amazing ways on in many different occasions and afterwards she said look how god has taken care of me for all this time and even my partner is now you know his heart has opened up to god and i've been working with him as well so when we just let god do the work everything comes together lovely we do the things he puts in our heart whether people agree with it or not whether people think what he's not saying the things right or he's doing this or he's manufacturing we don't take notice of that stuff we do what God puts in our heart to do. That's what I've always been encouraged by Sangha. And that's what I practice to do. And I've seen great benefits and great blessings. And 
really things are growing and increasing and doors are opening and the other people that are connecting with me they've started their fellowships that there's things happening their families are coming together so when we just keep it simple every day with god you know, practicing those things is a practice the speaking in tongues is a practice we'll always do that right the honoring god will always be a practice we continue to do that the speaking by the Spirit, we always continue to practice. And so when we just do those things that God gives us very simply, not making it complicated, you know, um, not trying to figure things out in our own intellectual knowledge, but allow God to supply the wisdom, you know, that spiritual wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. When we do that, then everything God takes care of, even, you know, there's obviously different things that have happened in my situation where I wasn't blessed, but I just go straight to God, Father, you need to take care of this. And I'm not even going to worry. I refuse to worry. I even refuse to give it a fall. And so you make a way there. And he does it every time. Anything I'm asking God, he's doing it for me. And because I trust him that he's going to do it. There's no second guessing. So um, we have, you know, every day I get people call me and I got regular connections and I write everything down as well. I keep a list of who's calling me. I call it the book of connections. So if God's going to write another Bible, that might be in there. <laughs> I'm on my second book of all the people that call me. So I put the date and the day and the year who called. Was it text? Was it an audio message? Was it a phone call? <coughs> and every day this pad gets filled up with people that are calling and I'm just amazed amazed about it and I ask God you know why do you want me to do that why do you want me to write this down because God just remind me I'm the type of person that would think I could have spoke to 10 people in a day for an example and if I didn't write it down I probably thought I wouldn't do nothing or no one's bothering no one's interested <laughs> so God just wanted me to do that so I could see the manifestation of his blessings in my life just like when I honor God I see the manifestation of that blessing, not only in my finance, but in the connections, in the grace that's abounding in all these different areas. And I had one girl just call me now, and I just had a one, one with her, and her car engine just stopped. It wouldn't start over. So I just said, okay, car engine, you start up now. And I said, turn your keys, it fired up straight away. So little things like that, God's grace, you know, and it was just wonderful. And um, so God does all these little things as well as these big things. And he does it to build our faith. But the real focus is praying to God for that one. Just, Father, give me one person that is really desiring, that needs to come from darkness to light, or someone that has been a believer, but they're stagnant in their walk. But they're humble and willing to receive and to practice. Give me that one laborer. And there was one thing I've been sharing over the last couple of weeks or mentioning it. It reminded me of Jesus Christ when he was in the garden. And, uh, you know, he was praying. He was going through this mental pressure um, of what he knew he had to go through. And he come back and he asked the disciples to pray with him. And he come back and he said to them, you know, the spirit is the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. You know, pray, pray and watch. You know, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. And I just got inspired to go to the record of that. And I looked at the word willing. 
And that word willing, no, the spirit is willing, this word willing means ready. Like that spirit of God is ready to go. You know, is ready to move. So God's ready to move right now. But he needs our cooperation, our faith, our trust in him. But when he gives us something to do and we follow to do it, because when there's something in front of you that God wants you to do, there's always the carnal there, right? There's always something there to think, well, I can't do that because of this. But when we know that God's speaking to our heart, we might have some apprehension. Uh, but the courage comes from God to do it. So you can still move with maybe a little bit of fear, not the spirit of fear. You might have a little bit of fear of what the outcome might be. But as you move forth with that courage, you see God's glory. You see God's deliverance. So, yeah, that's what's in my heart to share. And there's lots of things I could share, but I'll just keep it that simple right now. But I just encourage you to really go to God. I would encourage you, like I encourage the people that connect to me or begin to connect to me, is to that, look, you know, really speak in tongues much. You know, really do that from your heart. Not just because I'm saying it, but it's going to be a benefit and a blessing to you. And you'll see that in evident in your own life when you really practice that from your heart. And I say the same about the, the speaking by the Spirit, trusting God for the words, letting letting him give you what to say. And when you do that, it's anointing the fields before. People will flourish and grow. People will be encouraged. People have their vision built. Desires will come to their heart. And to honor God with your substance, you know, with the seed that he's giving you to sow and do it on, honestly from a heart of thankfulness and a trust that God's going to keep his part, what he said he will do if you do it. And God's faithful, mate. He never lets anyone down. He's never, ever, ever let me down. And he'll never, ever, ever let you down. He's an amazing heavenly father. He's the father of lights. And he loves you so much. So, yeah, that's what I want to share.